we don't like uncertainty. And at the same time, as you well know, opportunity is always in uncertainty. Hi, this is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, host of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I want to serve you. This pandemic has been so hard on America's small businesses and on just America in general. If you're ready to start your dream business, boy, do I have a great offer for you. I am giving away 1,000 copies of my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Over 100,000 people have this book. It has been printed in multiple languages around the world, and I wanted to find a way to serve America's small businesses in this pandemic. And so I'm giving away a thousand copies of my book. All you have to do to get your copy is head over to beginmybiz.com slash free offer to, you know, sign up for your copy. All you have to do is pay shipping and we will mail one out to you. I am so excited about this. I want to serve you. Grab your copy today. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And I would like to welcome you to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Now, the goal of the Small Biz Chat Podcast is to give our small business audience an opportunity to hear sage advice from various different perspectives, all with the goal to take your business to the next level. Tonight's guest, serial entrepreneur, Eric Brown, he's got a great recovery story to share. He is CEO of Urbane Apartments located in the Detroit suburbs. He's a pioneer in digital marketing and an expert in urban housing development. He has built and developed over 16,000 market rate apartments on a national scale. He founded Urbane Apartments in 2000. He oversees new business, general operations, marketing, and branding at the company. And he has long been recognized in the multifamily housing industry as a vanguard and cutting edge social media marketer. Thank you so much, Eric, for being here with me today. I have known you for so long, so it's such a treat to have an opportunity to talk to you on the show. Now, I know that the pandemic has been rough for people. There certainly were winners and there were losers, but everybody had to change. It was almost like everybody had to go back to being a startup, frankly. Tell me about your business and, and you know how the pandemic sort of like rocked you guys. So mid-March of last year, when this all started to set in and businesses were, we were closed, Michigan basically closed up shop. We somewhat had a bit of an advantage because we had been doing go solo apartment tours for about 10 or 12 years. And when we first started those, we were actually, it was looked at as a, as a negative customer experience. It actually wasn't, but so we were able to pretty, pretty quickly shift into gear and, and do that. So that helped us a lot. We already had the infrastructure in place at our properties to be able to do that. It actually worked out fairly well for us. But you had a personal impact with the pandemic, right? I mean, you said that while business did okay, but but you personally were impacted by the pandemic. I, I did. Yeah. So 
you know, this is our 22nd year in business and things that I used to be worried about, things like, you know, making sure we had enough capital and we extended our runway and all those things. What was a really just a moving experience for me during this pandemic was relevancy, right? I kind of woke up one day and while there was a time when we... We were all that in a bag of chips, at least here locally. And we lost a particular contract and I kind of didn't think that much about it. And then when we lost three more, I woke up and I woke up really fast and I looked around and I started to, to panic in a way, you know, when you've sort of been like way out in front for a long time and then a new, there's a new kid on the block. It was a shock, honestly. And we quickly retooled and did a lot of things we needed to do. And I guess the word for me would be humility. I got a really good dose of humility. And I think we came out much stronger for it. Well, I mean, but the pandemic has had a lot of effects on a lot of different kinds of businesses. And so I wanted to kind of pivot into, thank goodness, like, you know, you were able to kind of quickly recover, but you, you had a very significant business to begin with. But there were a lot of smaller businesses that just, I mean, we probably lost, what, 40% of the African-American businesses in the U.S. and lots of other small solopreneurs that didn't qualify for PPP loans and all this stuff because they didn't have employees. So, you know, how do you think the pandemic has overall affected America's small businesses? I mean, everybody has had to retool, but what about everyone else? So I think that, so the word that comes to mind for me is I feel like society in general has been scarred from this. And, you know, we all sort of have our own bag of crazy we carry around, but that seems to have expanded. It expanded with our employees, it expanded with our partners, which which was a, a whole different thing to manage. I mean, suddenly their hair's on fire every day. And there were times we... You know, we didn't know, well, is everyone going to stop paying rent? And we've got 22 apartment communities. And if people stopped paying rent, you know, we could be upside down in 45 to 60 days. Fortunately, that did not happen. <laughs> and people still paid their rent like they're supposed to. So a lot of that stuff went on like it was supposed to go. But I guess we don't like uncertainty. And at the same time, as you well know, opportunity is always in uncertainty. So if you can just kind of calm yourself down, say centered and grounded. And I really learned to see what is as opposed to what my perception, what we all want it to be something. And sometimes we want it to be something it is not. And so I feel like the quicker that for me and our company and our business that I just looked at it for what it is, I was able to start to, to, create a pretty quick recovery. And I don't want to make it a gloom and doom. It wasn't like we were close to the edge, but a chunk of our business went away and I was ignoring it. Like, oh, oh, that that, that just happened. Well, no, it happened for a reason. Well, how do you think, I mean, I do think this pandemic has created a lot of opportunity. I mean, certainly people who were already positioned online they won in the pandemic. I it definitely, and it, you know, and I'm sure, you know, my next guest is going to talk all about that. But I think that I feel like there's still people trying to figure out their digital pivot. Like I think there are people that started it. They might have got, they finally got their Shopify store going. You know what I mean? But I, so, I feel like people are still kind of trying to understand that 
and still trying to understand online marketing. And it's a lot more complicated. I mean, I've also been in business for 22 years and I feel like online marketing has gotten way more complicated than it used to be like, you needed a website, you needed a blog, like you needed to be putting out content some kind of way. But now it's way more, you got to understand a whole bunch of other stuff. Something that happened to us locally is other apartment operators came to a very quick conclusion they can't do business like they used to. So the big guns, the apartments, apartment.com, apartments.com as an example, they came in and immediately created a media package so that any average Joe apartment guy could suddenly have digital marketing plan. They could have virtual tours and they put them on the map with Google. And so we enjoyed 18 to 20 years of being number one if you typed in Apartments Royal Oak, or we just commanded that, and suddenly that went away. And it took me more than a minute to get, when the ILSs come in to do that, they buy up all the AdWords. And so we just got pushed way, way down. And it took me probably two quarters to go, like, what's going on here? And, and part of that is we were all going, what's going on? We're watching the news every day. And I wasn't really paying that close attention to my business, to be honest with you. I was trying to deal with just personal stuff going on and what's going on. But once I sort of figured that out, we ended up having to join the forces. We haven't ever had used paid advertising really since we started in business until the last year. So I had to jump on to the apartments.com bandwagon. Now, in areas where, because we we're in about six or seven small towns in Southeast Michigan, that wasn't true in all of them, but about four of them, we just sort of got pushed down apartments.com. And I'm just using them as an example. It's Zillow, mm-hmm. all of them did that. They just pushed their digital net further upstream. And and you just uh, you just couldn't compete against that. Mm. And so, so, so the, it became a war. So it became a war of, of the online advertising and it was like, who got no there, who spent the most money and that kind of stuff. And that was something you hadn't had to deal with. And, you know, that's really interesting. I think there's a lot of people who got affected in a similar way. So I guess my question for you, though, is, Eric, so before the pandemic, what kept you up at night? And since the pandemic, what keeps you up at night? Because I'm curious what the difference is, frankly. So in the beginning and even in the middle, I was always worried about capital, running out of money. You know, you run out of money, end of game. Right. And I hear all the time, I hear business gurus say, oh, just, just make mistakes faster. Well, there's certainly truth in that. You can make mistakes in about as, as exact proportion as you have enough capital. <laughs> right. right. So if you're, mis- and I've made some mistakes throughout my career that have five zeros behind them. Sure. And so it would take a while to dig out to that. But what I always focused on, and I read an article a long time ago about extend your runway. So I would think about, okay, I've got 60 days of capital here. I got 90 days of capital and then so on and so forth. So, but at some point we sort of had enough working capital because we, I did not read the financing piece of your book when I started my, my, my business. And we just started on a shoestring. I get that's not the way to do it. That's just what we did. But now 
I try not to keep up to be up at night. Honestly, I'm I'm post sixty years old, and I try to just rest in that there's universal support. Not to get too metaphysical, but but what I think about is this really struck me this whole humility thing and that you've got to stay on top of your brand relevance and so that's what i think about a lot and we're we're bringing in a younger a younger force in our office we just hired one very very bright guy that we're he's going to we're going to make him a partner at some point but he just got fresh fresh ideas and fresh energy and it, it occurred to me, maybe I need to kind of step out of the way a little bit. I always would sort of land blast the guys who, you know, well, that's the way we've always done it. But, but then when I looked at my own actions, I'm going, that's the way we've always done it. And when something has worked for a long time, a couple decades, and then it isn't only my own self I had to deal with with that, I had to talk through this with my partners. Like wait, one of our one of our partners, well two two of my partners in the real estate are in their mid 80s. Oh wow. So trying to talk to those guys about what they're like, what do you mean we need to spend money with apartments.com? We've never done that. <laughs> right. And, you know, to a small property, that can be two to five thousand a month. Sure. That's grand a year. Right. And so that's a person. That's real money. No, I get it. I get it. And it just took us longer than it should have to react. I'm much more awake now, or I feel like I am. I love it. So after 22 years in business with multiple multi-million dollar companies, some you sold in your main company that you still run, what do you think have been your keys to success? Focus. I think, you know, I just think you, you have to stay focused every day. And you have to be very clear about like what we all have the same amount of time. You know, what am I going to do today? And it can be very easy to procrastinate. Some things are more fun to work on than others, but it's, it's really focus. I like that. I like that. So I keep hearing a lot about people struggling to find employees, particularly hourly wage employees, since, you know, there's been so, so many stimulus packages. Are you experiencing that in, in the Detroit area? Absolutely, hands down. Every small business that I see, there's a sign in the window. And, you know, some of my um, local business friends and acquaintances, their ability to increase their sales is limited by the amount of staff that they can garner. And at the same time, I've always thought that from a development standpoint, a great development capital seems to find it for whatever reason. I don't know why that is, but it just seems to, capital seems to find the right development. And I also feel like during this pandemic, we've actually been blessed to find some of the best employees we've ever had. Oh yeah. There's been some amazing people who suddenly were on the market. So no, that's definitely true. I've I've seen that across the board. And so but yeah, I, I think, you know, depending on where, at what level you're hiring at, it, it certainly, as you, you know, the service industry, those guys are having a tough time. I, I believe it. I believe it. Well, listen, when we come right back, we're going to talk more with Eric Brown, who's in here dropping knowledge about how to leverage what's going on post-pandemic to take your business to new heights. You're watching the Small Biz Chat podcast, and we'll be right back. 
always ask me, how can I become my own boss? With multiple features in the New York Times, Forbes, and on ABC News as America's number one small business expert, I know a thing or two about how to do it. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and I've been coaching small business owners since 2008. That's right, I've been helping small business owners plan for success since the last recession, and I'm still here reaching over 3 million small business owners a week online. I've spent the last 12 years compiling exactly what I did to become my own boss. I even broke it down into a six-step system in my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Over 100,000 people in multiple languages around the world have this book. And due to the pandemic, I know people need help. If you're ready to transition successfully from being an employee into your own business, I'm here to help. I'm giving away 1,000 copies of Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months for free. All you need to do is pay for shipping. That's right, I'm giving away 1,000 copies for free. If you've always wanted to start your dream business, let me give you a roadmap to success. This offer will only be available while supplies last, and when they're gone, they're gone. Click on the button to grab your copy today. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Live. I'm Melinda Emerson here with my guest, Eric Brown, who is dropping knowledge for us. We're gonna talk about how to be better in your business post-pandemic. Eric, welcome back. Thank you. So talk to me about when you think about the pandemic, how do you think it has changed you personally the most? So not to repeat myself, but I really feel like I've become much more grounded. We all had a lot of time or more time, which is interesting. I would sometimes go, oh, if I just had some more time to do this or that, then suddenly when I had it, I don't know if I use it in a wise way or not a wise way, but I feel like, I feel like I, we got our mojo on again. <laughs> <laughs> and things that I hadn't thought about for like a long time. I mean, we 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 had a new website built and we're, we're, we're sort of doing some rebranding. And, and again, I have had to consciously pull myself back from that because I would go, oh no, well, we've always used that color. And they're like, well, that's not the color you should be using today. And, and if we are hiring professional creatives to, to help us, we have to be cognizant of, let them do what they do, or at least consider what they do. And so that's, that's been a big learning curve for me. Mm -hmm. You can teach old dogs new tricks. You should get a t-shirt that says that. So I know that you are not formally educated, but I was curious as to whether or not you participated in any sort of like training programs or, or mentorship programs or anything like that throughout your years that you've been in business. Yeah, so I have I've always been a very avid reader. So I've read, read, read. I've spent a lot of time and resources on personal development programs throughout my career. And then probably a really significant thing that helped me was I was in Arizona for about three years doing some work out there. And I was able to spend a lot of time with Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I was able to be on his radio show several times. I actually managed a resort for he and Kim. And so that was like the first business book I ever read when I was a young guy. And so he certainly has a lot of different ideas. He isn't for everybody, but I learned a lot. I really learned a lot from the guy. Hmm, that's interesting. So I know that you have this system that you have called 
the six top to-do priorities each day. Talk to us about how you develop that and how you implement it. Well, actually, that came right out of your book <laughs> from, I don't recall the gentleman that he's, he's quoted in your book, but it's just, it sort of simplifies everything for me in that I just need to pick six things that I need to work on. And I keep that list and it, things move up and they move down and because it has to be fluid. But I feel like it's very easy to drift off. Take some very simple thing, billings, right? If sure. we don't get invoicing out on the first to the third, by the 20th, we have a problem. Sure, sure. It's a self-created problem. We want to work on new problems, not the same old ones over and over. And so that helps keep me focused and you pick six things. And sometimes I don't get past the first one, but at least they're on there and you can you know, move them around. Right. You can come back to the list. And then what is the best business advice you ever got? The best business advice, I would say that is to watch the money. <laughs> I think I think that's a good I think that's as good a advice as any I've ever heard. Thank you so much, Eric, for being with me. Eric Brown, what is your favorite podcast? Gary V. Gary V. All right. All right, Eric, what's your favorite business app? Vasita, the CRM tool. Say it again. Vasita. V Vasita. Vasita. Okay. I, I couldn't hear if it was a V or not. So it's Vasita. I haven't heard of that one. I gotta look it up. All right. Eric, what do you got for me? Favorite old school marketing tip? Answer the phone. <laughs> That's true. Nobody does that anymore. Answer the phone. Favorite old school marketing tip? Go out and meet someone in person. I'm big on that, even though I'm not that old, but I, I'm still big on just in person and COVID was hard for me. Yeah, yeah. You mean if you've been vaccinated though, right? <laughs> you know I have. Do you know not, I, have. I know, right? I saw you at the vaccine clinic. I know you've been vaccinated. All right, so, all right. What is the best business book you've ever read? Best uh, business book ever Napoleon read. Napoleon Hill, The Law of Success. All right, very good one. Very good one. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you want more information about how to start and grow a business, head over to Small Biz Lady University. I'm sure I got a course over there that can hook you up and get you where you want to go. Thank you all so much. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady. I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.